0: Welcome to Ask Me About K-pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon, and I'm Angelica. And welcome to another episode of the show. Uh, it's a gloomy, gloomy Sunday here.
1: It is gloomy. It, it rained a little bit earlier
0: this morning. There was like a little, a slight smattering outside yeah. my window. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to bring some sunshine in here and talk about K-pop. Um, what are some things? Okay. Up top, some things I wanted to talk about that have happened since we last, okay. since we last chatted. Um, ha- first of all, happy anniversary to Shiny! Yes, eleven years, and happy anniversary to Seventeen for four, four years. years.
1: Yes, their anniversaries <laughs> are right. After one another shinies is the 25th and 17s is the 26th so i've had a very lovely anniversary weekend Yeah. <laughs> celebrating the boys so I much the good most. content
0: um i also wanted to bring up because i tweeted about it like oh hey go listen to our old shiny episode i listened to it like so i took my I. own advice mm-hmm. um, but i wanted to say we talk about one fine day and how like great one fine day is the the uh youtube channel all the k-pop Put the entire thing up on YouTube this weekend. Oh my god! It's in a bunch of different parts, which is very. It's in like twenty five okay. parts. A- but that's it's what there. autoplay is for. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. I'm definitely gonna rewatch that. I've had. I've been on the on a K-pop reality show kick yeah, this yeah, weekend. Yeah, um, So I'm. I'll add that to the list. Please uh, do. Because I finally caught up with, I've since coming back from Korea, I'm like super behind in going 17. Mm-hmm. So I finally caught up with that. And then I've been talking to our dear listener, Jenna, for so long about 17 Club, and she's <laughs> making me want to rewatch all of that. Wow. Um, so my list is getting longer.
0: Yeah. I'm jealous. My internet's been out all weekend. I haven't <laughs> been able to watch anything. I'm so um, sorry. But one thing I, I did get to watch before the internet went out that I really like and just want to call out for and citizen fans who would appreciate it, that new NCT 127 song Superhuman is so good. It is. You're, you have to repeat the way you described it My exact description of this song is that it sounds like a shiny song sung by EXO. And it's highly accurate because the Thank melody... You is
1: super shiny there are some pieces of the choreography that are very shiny as Mm -hmm. well um there's like like a crazy like wavy mm -hmm. part that makes like a body wave mimey thing that's like very smooth that Mm -hmm. makes me think of shiny um but the harmonies in it are very rich and like you and it doesn't have any of the like techno noise that NCT usually yeah, has yeah. or that one two seven usually has. Right. Um so I like it. I like
0: this. I like a lot. it too. And I liked the one that came out, Highway to Heaven. Is that was that the pre? Both songs that they put out recently are like way more my style than usual. <laughs> so I just have to say that I appreciate that. Nice. Uh, I'm still not ready or and not gonna learn nope don't have it mm-hmm. don't have it in me to know i nope but i like your sure. songs
1: yeah sure sure i have not invested in anyone except wavy um and to be honest i, I really have only invested in 10 like right i i know some of wavy's names but not all of them right yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. It happened. But I did. I also like their last song was also more melodic than their usual. So maybe it's a. Maybe their SM's finally. Yeah. I. Ironing I, NCT out.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. I also wonder if it's just like, uh, because all SM music, like there's a style to it. There's a reason we mm-hmm. stand. Yes. Not, I won't say we stand the company because who stands a company, but I stand SM artists. But, uh, I wonder if it's like the same songwriters who would be writing mm-hmm. Shiny and EXO songs because there's no Shiny and EXO to be out right now. They'd be like, now Here. that they're all in the military, now yeah. they're getting EXO Now new they can like XO pass sounds. those on to NCT. I mean, it's not a bad theory, but I, I like it. That was the point. I just wanted to say that I like it. Um, 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 um. What else did I say that I wanted to talk about? You wanted to talk about Pristin. Ugh.
1: I Speaking don't want of not to. standing a
0: company, yeah, I don't want to, but I have to because it's very disappointing. Um, if you didn't hear, Priston disbanded mm-hmm. this week, yeah, full dis- like full disbandment, it's over, barely two years in, Ugh, and not even like with, with such a fizzle, yeah,
1: like, because they haven't done anything in so long. Mm-mm. It's real, it's people have just been asking where they've been, and then it's like. It, Pletus ignored the questions until finally they came out and said, oh, they don't exist anymore. Right. That's where they've been.
0: Yeah. What the fuck? Ugh, it's so, it's just so disappointing on so many levels because I don't understand why... Companies don't, I mean, I guess I understand why because of misogyny, but like why companies don't seem to put the same amount of effort into their girl groups as they do mm-hmm. their boy groups. Like, for example, Pristin's debut song was Wee Woo. It was great, it was fun, people liked it. The second single was called We Like, and it was very lazy. It really just mm-hmm. went We Like, do 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 you like? Do 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 Yeah. Seriously, that was the song. And it wasn't good. No, it wasn't. And nobody liked it. Like, it fully tanked. And if that was a boy group, like, what I've learned from watching Monster X-17, like, these, like, little new boy groups, pre- Pentagon, they would have just put out another thing yeah. two months later to try to, like, wash that taste out of your mouth and try something else. Mm-hmm. But they just literally basemented them. And I yeah. can't. Uh,
1: I know. It's really... Disappointing, and it will. It's very frustrating and disappointing when you don't have like a clear explanation for why that effort wasn't put into Pristin, especially when a Pletus does a really good job of supporting 17, right? Um, and they sort of get this like. Seemingly unlimited support and space and resources to sort of do their own thing and make their own music and make their own choreography. And then if something does flop, just like you said, then they just immediately put something else out. Right. But with Priston, like, I don't think that they were self producing in the first place. So it's a, d- it's a shame that the company didn't give them that opportunity right. to do it, especially because Priston has been training under Pletus for as long as 17 has.
0: Yeah. They Some did the- like
1: pre debut stuff
0: together once upon a time one of the members let me look up her name so that i can get this right but one of the members was like training at pledis since she was a actual like 8 year old child wow, and they insane. like called her the princess of pledis and so people like just can't even believe that they've like done this but they've let her go yeah uh shion park shion she like had been she's like in after school videos as like a mm. little kid like she was around forever and people just like yeah. cannot believe that they dumped wow. her like this yeah it's really it's really shocking it's just it's just no fit it just feels unfair like mm-hmm. i don't i don't know it like didn't even give them a chance
1: yeah they didn't even give them a chance and i wonder why like especially because we've talked a lot about how companies Choosing to put together groups and to train these trainees or whatever, mm. like, it's a huge investment, not only of time, but also of money. Right. So to have spent this number of years training and prepping this group only to disband them after two songs and, like, one-ish subunit? Yeah. Like, why? What? What was it for? You just, you spent over a decade, and I don't know how much money on these girls, and you're just...
0: Throwing it all away. Yeah. And and, and yeah, it, it seems people are trying to bring like the Kyla scandal into it. And I wonder if what that. Is that? Okay, so basically what happened is uh, one of the members of Pristin Kyla, the youngest member, she was like a young teenager, was getting criticized for being fat because she has like a chubby baby face. Um, so I, be- I don't, ugh, I should get this right, but for, she did not promote. Like, Mm. I don't know if she was pulled or if she quit, but she, like, went home to America. And then her brother, like, started talking all kinds of shit on the internet, like, about the other members or, like, about people. And, like, her brother had, like, a very public internet meltdown about things that he had no business talking about. Oh, God. And it, like, started a lot of, like, drama. And, like, I wonder. But it seems like... That's the kind of thing that any other company if if that was really the problem then they'd be like well then she's trouble and they'd cut her and they would yeah, just d- cut her Never talk about it again. Mm-hmm. Erase her from the timeline. Yeah, that's what that's what that's SM what would SM do. Knows. So, but like they didn't do that, and like there were so many other members. So that seems like I would not want to pin it on like one member having drama because that seems that's impo- That seems impossible, yeah. <laughs> and it
1: seems unfair, and it just ultimately seems unlikely based on what we know about the way companies usually work. Right. But it also is very strange to me that they would even. Because the fact that Pristin V exists is like an additional question mark in right. this whole thing. Because if you're not invested in this girl group, then why would you bother putting out a subunit for them? It's just, it all seems like a weird waste of time. And I I wonder what, if there is something going on behind the scenes that we don't know, like some kind of more complicated drama. I I, I really don't know.
0: I don't know, but I just feel very bad for them because I was also reading that like, Two of the Priston girls were supposed to be in after school because after school had that like mm-hmm, add new right, members. The thing, thing. But then they like pulled after school as a thing right. Be- right before that. So they didn't get to be in after school. And then they also have produce one oh ones in them, which I feel yeah. like don't people people love those produce one oh one girls? Like yeah. isn't that worth
1: I holding on to? <laughs> totally. Especially because newest has a One Hundred One one in it. Right. Um That's Pletus's
0: other boy group. Right.
1: Um, Pletus had, what I was just about to bring up is the fact that Pletus is not a huge company, but the groups they do have have had. Significant success, sure. like, or at least a solid amount of success. Like, they have 17, Orange Caramel was beloved, um, After School was as well, so is Newest, um, and Priston, I think, did have a fairly solid fan base, probably because, initially, of
0: those Produce 101 Because you get those you get right. an IOI or those to get someone mm-hmm. to pay attention.
1: Right, so... But lately, at least, I wonder if Plutus has just decided maybe they're having financial issues and they're trying to, like, cut and prioritize because it honestly seems like the only thing they do promote is Seventeen and Newest. Right. Like, after School is no more. Orange, orange Caramel, like, that is a thing of the past, whether it's official or not. Now, Priston is gone. And, like, who else do they have? Right. And I, I think-
0: mean, they, they have solo artists and stuff, but— ugh and and more to add to this might it just might be a hating women thing i heard i heard like in the wind that the current like pledis audition for tra- they're only looking for boy trainees like they're not mm. taking on girls at all anymore
1: yeah so then maybe they're switching
0: gears and they're saying okay we're just going to focus on boy groups it's more marketable ugh i'm sad yeah it's disappointing ugh but uh okay I don't want to. I don't want to add (laughs) this
1: to our misogyny in the industry episode, which someday we'll do. (laughs) Very drunk. Today.
0: Oh, um, two good comebacks that I will bring up just to like put a little joy in this before we get into our topic for today. Uh, Wiki Meeky, speaking of IOI groups mm-hmm. that came out, uh, Wiki has a new song out right now. It's called Picky Picky and it's really, really fun um, and people seem to like it. So this might be Wiki moment. Uh, yes, I hope so. Speaking of girl groups who deserve support. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because their company... Is on thin ice oh, right now. Yeah, their company has, so, has problems, issues, um, and also God Seven has a new single out right mm. now, and it's so beautiful. And it's, it's called so good. Eclipse. Yes, and it's great, and has really fun, elaborate like choreography. That's
1: very fun. elaborate handography. Yes,
0: yeah, cool a lot handography. Of, a lot of hands <laughs> and like covering each other's eyes and stuff. Yeah, it's really fun. So. uh... Exciting comeback times for God's Heaven, Wikimiki. That's at least something to feel positive about. (laughs) Um, All right. Should we get into our topic for today? Let's do it. Okay. This is something that I've been not wanting. This is something that we've... Probably needed to address on the show for a very long time because I Mm -hmm. think when people, when especially like outsiders in quotes, are talking about or thinking about K-pop, like this is something that people bring up a lot as like a negative, like that's why it's bad. That's why we shouldn't support K-pop because they're all machines. Right. Um, And that is plastic surgery. Yeah, Just the mere idea of plastic surgery and how it plays into Mm -hmm. this K-pop world that we are
1: yeah. Mostly we're just sort of, I mean, I, I would say we're not really going to go into how it plays into K-pop, oh, but sure, we it just will exists. definitely talk about, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're just addressing sort of the elephant in the room, I guess, yeah. which is the fact that South Korea is the plastic surgery capital of the world, mm-hmm. and that, of course, means that there are many idols who have also had plastic surgery, right. some of them admit to it, some of them don't, and so we're just going to finally address this yeah. topic. Let's talk about it.
0: Yeah, and I'll just and I'll just say now, like I want to just try to be like fact based, and but I also just want to say like I'm not judging, like I'm not here to make sure moral judgments about whether pl- mm-hmm. or not plastic surgery is fine. Like I don't no, want to do we that will, today.
1: <laughs> our our job is not to moralize. Say, yeah, to this. moralize. Uh, we're just stating as fact objectively. This is the this is a true fact about life in Korea. Sure. So let's get some basics out of the way. Like I said, uh, South Korea is the plastic surgery capital of the world, although technically the United States has like more procedures. It's just because the United States is a bigger country. But the percentage and per person is different. So in South Korea, there are nearly one million procedures done every year okay and around one in three women between 19 and 29 have had plastic surgery that number is one in five for the u.s okay so that's a little bit different um however there was a poll some people debate that statistic of one in three and there was a poll done in bbc or by the bbc um for just women in their 20s and it was almost 50 percent okay um so it kind of goes back and forth between like a third and a half um a little bit debatable most common surgeries, there's three of them, um, aside from like injections and fillers. Doub- getting the double eyelid surgery. Getting a nose job and then getting what are called glutathione injections, which slow the pit, the skin pigment and result in a fairer skin tone. Oh, So it's not necessarily – it doesn't bleach your skin. That's not what they're doing. But it's like injections of something that – it just slows down the pigmentation of your skin. So you are less likely to get a tan if – Depending on, oh, like, spending time outside
0: or whatever. Um, so, can I stop you for a moment just yeah. because I want to address the double eyelid thing? Because mm-hmm. when I was first getting into K-pop, that was, like, just a term that kept coming sure. up. Like, do who has double eyelids? Who doesn't? Right. Like, it's, like, one of those things that's listed on a member profile. Right. Like, has mono eyelids, has double eyelids. And I, as, like, a white person, had absolutely no idea this was a thing mm-hmm. and, like, still... I have to look very hard. It's just like not a thing that I notice, like whether or not people have double eyelids. But it's like such a big deal there. But it also isn't a big deal in that, like that, um, that book, that Korean cool book by Unihong that I've brought up a bunch of times in her plastic surgery chapter. She's Pretty judgy about the whole thing, but is very, very defensive of the fact that she had double eyelid surgery mm-hmm. and does not con- like doesn't consider that to even be plastic surgery. Right, A
1: lot of people nowadays, it is so common. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the history of that surgery in mm-hmm. particular, Um but it is so common that many people in north in south korea do not consider the double eyelid surgery to even be plastic surgery right. and there are different ways that you can do it like some of them are outpatient procedures some of them have like very minimal bruising um but basically all it is is like it just adds a crease above your eyes right. so like caucasian features naturally have this like set the way that your eyeball is set into your skull you have like a natural crease in your right. in your eyelid it's like if you think about where you would put eyeshadow right sure. you like see it um and a lot of asian people don't have that like it's kind of a 50 50 thing mm-hmm. of like whether or not you have the trait um so a lot of kids in korea get it when they're like in middle school or high school right and you can always tell if someone has had a um a surgery for it When they close their eyes, if you can still see the crease, you can see the line, then it's that's the scar. You can see it.
0: Interesting. I only
1: know that because Chanyol has had that surgery. And I know everything about his face.
0: (laughs) But then it's also an interesting thing that, like, yeah, some people have it naturally, and a lot of people, like Mino is one where they only have a double eyelid.
1: Just Mino's one. his eyes
0: are a little bit
1: off. Yeah. They're not symmetrical. They're not the symmetrical. He just um, has one. So he just
0: has one. He's a <laughs> sweet boy. Anyway, you can um. continue. I just, that was like, that oh, was yeah.
1: a- Double eyelid is is something that like, like we're familiar with, with whatever, getting injections getting in a nose skin job or a like nose whatever. whatever. Sure. Um, But before I get into the history a little bit of plastic surgery in Korea to sort of go back and be like, okay, well, how did it become this plastic surgery capital of the world? I want to address three major misconceptions that have to do with Korean plastic surgery. Okay. The first um, is that, well, actually, the main one that I'm going to address is the fact that most people, when they think about the fact that. South Koreans get a lot of plastic surgery. They often argue because they're getting their noses done, they're getting their eyes done, and they're getting things done that make their skin lighter. They always argue that they're trying to look white. Mm. And that is not true because, for one... Fair skin is a beauty standard or a beauty ideal for cultures all around the world. It means that you are rich enough to not work in the fields. That's true in South America. It's true in Africa. It's true in Asia. It's true here in the States too. Colorism. Colorism is a thing we will do a whole other episode about it. So for one, the fair skin thing, like, no, not proof that they're trying to be white. The double eyelids, they are trying to get bigger eyes, but it is it is a gene that exists in Asian people. Right, people, and people like, are born that yeah, way. Yeah, some people do naturally have their double eyelids. And they're, the beauty standards, what they're trying to achieve is a very specific set of Asian beauty standards. And there's a, um, I read a long article about this that, Spoke to several plastic surgeons, including one who's based in Beijing. And she said that the Korean ideals are to get a slim jaw, whereas mm-hmm. Americans and Westerners like a square, strong jaw. Mm-hmm. Koreans typically get flatter cheekbones, whereas um, Americans like higher cheekbones. And the um, most common procedure, one of the most common procedures in America is getting lip injections, and mm. Koreans don't do that almost ever. They, like, don't care about having full right. lips, so they never get injections in their lips, or it's just, like, a very rare procedure. Right. Um, so they are definitely going against, they are definitely going toward specific standards, but... Korea has, in sort of becoming this like cool country, which we've talked about right. in their like ministry in our ministry episode. Right. Um, they their standards of beauty have kind of in recent years taken over as the Asian beauty standards. Right. So like when people in other countries get these get these procedures done, they are in fact trying to reach. Korean beauty standards and Korean beauty ideals, not Western ones. Right. So it's the most, most major misconception. And I just wanted to address that off the bat and talk about where that misconception comes from. That's very important.
0: I like this. This is such good history and context.
1: Yes. So here we go. The history. So after the Korean War ended in 1953, um, they started, the Korean government started to gradually shift to a more medically advanced state. And in the 60s and 70s, they started these um, public health initiatives that ultimately, like, they were good. They were good (laughs) public health initiatives and, like, they had universal health care by 1989. Mm -hmm. Um, But what The effect of it for society was that it started to blur the lines between public and private health. So now you're getting sort of this um, public advertisement and like government support for taking care of the individual bodies, which is new. Some sociologists also bring out the idea that Korea is... At its core, a Confucian, a Confucianist society. Yes, a Confucianist
0: is pro- Confucianist is probably right.
1: Confucianist, right? It's a Confucian society. Yes. <laughs> um, what that means is that they often they have like a very strong foundation of like conformism. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they want to look the same or want to be similar. Want right. to be like a strong a unit. unit and community. Um, and so because of that, and then like because of also these now, like, blurred lines between public and private health, then we get this idea that beauty is not something to be envied. It is something to be attained. So you get a completely different way of thinking about yourself as being beautiful and whether or not it's even a possibility, right? Like, a lot of people in the States are like, oh, I'll just never be pretty or whatever. And then in Korea, you might think, well, I can be pretty if I do these things. Whether or not you're willing to do those things is is up to you. Sure. Um, It also... Starting in as far back as like the 60s, there used to be a precedent and a norm that you must submit a photograph with your resume when applying to any job. I've seen that in so many dramas, Mm -hmm. resumes, and they have the little picture square. Plastic surgeons in Korea state that during the the season for hiring, mm-hmm. they get a rise in their patients because there has been a direct correlation with being attractive and getting a good job. Now, because the government is sort of starting to acknowledge that the the focus and like centrism around plastic surgery is maybe not very healthy as a mm-hmm. whole for their country, they're starting to um, like try to get people to stop forcing photos and stuff and like admit resumes without their photos. Um, but that's a new shift that's going on. Right. So it is still very standard for companies to ask for a photograph with your resume or your application.
0: Like an acting job. Bring exactly. A headshot.
1: Just like an acting job, but you're like a government worker <laughs> right. or whatever. Um, so anyway, like I said, they started to get these... Um, they had universal health care as early as 1989. Um, and so, like, a doctor's appointment in 2017 cost only $2. So, going to the... Whew, yeah. Must be so nice to live in a civilized country. Uh, yeah, let's just take a pause. <laughs> and, <laughs> ah! Okay. <laughs> so, because of that, now we get we're getting this idea that, like, going to the doctor getting a surgery, getting a procedure, it's no big deal. It's less right. than $2, right? Like obviously that's not what plastic surgery costs, but like it's just this casual attitude towards surgery. So ultimately, mm-hmm. like, and then as Korea is trying to like promote themselves as a positive country of growth, they start to promote images of beauty and then plastic surgery is on the rise and it kind of all comes together and to it create all, where we yeah, are. Yeah, now. yeah.
0: And it becomes a good, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a strong tourism aspect like Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago when we were talking about like uh, oh k-pop brings this many people to the country every year plastic surgery also brings a crazy amount of people to the country every year
1: it does plastic surgery tourism is a real thing and korea makes a lot of money off of it they do have some like government run like official medical centers and hospitals that perform plastic surgery, but they also have a ton of private clinics in gangnam alone there's over four hundred, wow. which is like if you think about like per square foot or whatever it's great that's that amount of plastic surgery clinics in such a small neighborhood is is wild it is but so i as I was looking up the history of this, I found an interesting um let's say, origin to this misconception that Koreans are trying to make themselves look like white people. And... I traced it all the way back to a doctor named Dr. David Ralph Millard. He is known as the father of plastic surgery, just in general. Like, that is his title. Like, he invented it, like, for everyone he or claimed to. didn't invent it, but he revolutionized the way multiple procedures were done. Okay. Specifically, the cleft lip procedure. Okay. Um, and so he is just sort of widely acknowledged in the history of of plastic surgery to be the one who who established the way a lot of plastic surgery is done now. Okay. Right. So he brought in this like new era of plastic surgery. All right. Well, Dr. Millard also happened to be stationed in Korea in 1954 in the Medical Army Surgical Hospital, or MASH. Um, oh, like the TV like show. The TV show. So he was initially stationed there to perform reconstructive surgery for soldiers and children, and he called Korea "quote a plastic surgeon's paradise" because there were so like a war torn country. There's just so many. Cases, cases to deal with. Um, specifically, he started out like he did. Um, like I said, the cleft lip thing. He revolutionized the way that procedure was done. Which, if
0: you don't know what that is, that's when you're like born and your lip connects like all the way. You don't like have a top. Yeah, lip you don't have up a top to your lip. Nose. It,
1: yeah, and it can't. Or once upon a time, it was a very um, difficult. Thing to live with, like it right. caused a lot of other health problems, breathing and eating, breathing and, and like, eating and all kinds of things. So, like it could, it was once upon a time kind of a death sentence, like to have, right? Um, and so he and fixing it was very difficult because it involved like skin grafts or whatever. And he changed the way it was done to make it easier to fix. So he was doing that, but then he also started to. Um, he originally. Like his sort of claim to fame in Korea, at least, is that he changed the way the double eyelid procedure was done because initially he was doing those kinds of procedures because he was working on burn victims. So he was like reconstructing burn victims eyes. Okay, And so like in it, he sort of realized like a slightly easier and less less. Invasive, Just invasive. Or? I was going to say destructive, but like less invasive way of creating that look. And uh, a, one day, a Korean translator came to him who was not a burn victim, like he wasn't an, an a victim or an injured person. But he came to them and he he asked Dr. Miller to give him round eyes. Um, correction: I don't know if the translator was a man or a woman, but this translator asked for them to 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 create round eyes, and he did. Um, and he wrote this racist as fuck analysis (laughs) about how happy this translator was with his like round American eyes and called it like turning the orient quote oriental to occidental which is upsetting in a lot of different ways Um, anyway this doctor basically was like they all want to look like white people because Asian people's eyes look sneaky that is a quote from this official plastic surgery paper (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <Yuck>. Okay. However, <laughs> what that doctor failed to realize is that they have been, people in Asia, doctors in Asia, have actually been performing the double eyelid surgery as early as 1895. Whoa. Yes. As early as 1895 in Japan, they were already doing this procedure. It was already popular in Japan, uh, Hong Kong, and other places of Korea when he started doing it. But he changed the way the procedure was done, made it less invasive, and now he is still credited with sort of being this not only father of plastic surgery in general, but also, like, the usher of the plastic surgery trend in Korea because he made it so popular and easy to get this double eyelid surgery. Um, So, yeah, it all—so this misconception that the reason they're trying to get these— Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surgery's done. Uh, All goes back to this old... This fucking old white dude. old white guy. What a surprise. (laughs) An old American white guy who got sent there by the American government
0: goes over there and just
1: shits on it. They want to be like us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, gross. Typical. 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 Well, I really appreciate all of that (laughs) research. That's, like, really, really fascinating. Um, So... I guess now that we, like, know that this industry, like, has, Mm -hmm. exists, um, then there comes the question of, like, idols having plastic surgery. Yes. And some idols, it's, like, very obvious
1: that they've gotten plastic surgery. Some idols readily admit to it. And others, even if you think that they have had plastic surgery, they deny it. Or sometimes what I feel like is a challenge with idols is that they often start out very, very young. And so we get all of these like pre-debut photos and debut photos where they look still like a child. And then when they get older, a lot of people start to assume that they've had plastic surgery. And it can sometimes be an issue of like, well, she just grew into her face or like, oh, she got braces and that changed the shape of her jaw or whatever. And so I think a lot of times people are very quick to assume that idols get plastic surgery. And I just like, they don't all. I don't think that, yeah. And I feel like that's-
0: requirement right. of being a trainee. And I think a lot of people think, think it that is. it's part of it, but yeah. I really don't think it is. I honestly think like with most things that involve entertainment, like good looking people get to be on TV. Exactly. Like a lot of them just start out that way. Yeah, and then there I are mean, talented people who make themselves more good looking. Mm-hmm. But I I think that's just like one of the I think the speculation is probably one of the grosser aspects of this yeah. is that there are so many websites of people just like dragging up pictures and circling people's faces and being like yeah. look she got a nose job and I think that's so much grosser than any other part of it and I think if you're like a K-pop fan at all and you've started to Google somebody that you know mm-hmm. plastic surgery is always like the fourth search result oh, because people love to like speculate mm-hmm. about this stuff and people love to shit on people who've had plastic <laughs> yes.
1: surgery like which like we said is not the purpose of this episode like you want to do plastic surgery you do you but I think a lot of people love to hate on it and they love to focus on it as, some, as a way to judge you yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and as a way to judge K-pop in general um, so you will find a lot it's like upsetting and what's upsetting too is that obviously the idols are real people and they get exposed to those kinds of comments and some of them end up getting surgery done because, because of, of the, the comments like I, I was looking up a lot of different people like idols who've admitted to it and uh, Soyou from Sistar, she admitted on Radio Star, that which is a variety show or a interview show, I guess, that she had gotten a nose job because she co- she was so affected by hateful
0: comments right. about her looks that she'd received online, um, and so eventually she got her nose done. Right, yeah, that I. That happens a lot. And I think, I bet you have it on your list, but uh like Kwangi from ZA. Mm-hmm. I have him. He has like a very, very plastic surgery, plastic surgery face. Mm-hmm. And if it, pre-debut pictures of him are truly unrecognizable. Yeah. But he flat out said like, my mom told me if I wanted to be on TV that I like needed to change my Oh face. yeah,
1: No, he is a proud plastic surgery advocate. He's gotten his nose, eyes, jaw, and eyebrows done. He like openly discusses it. He supports it. He does doesn't give a fuck. Right. Um, so he's someone who's like very open about it. Um, Parkbaum from 2NE1 doesn't ever really talk about her plastic surgery, but it's obvious that she's had several right. procedures. Also, Minzy from 2NE1 has had plastic surgery. She uh, confessed through YG in 2013 that she got a nose job. They initially had said that it was for a medical reason, and they I think usually do since that. come out and been like, nah, I just got it done. <laughs> um, let's see, who else? I have a whole bunch. Um, I have... Let's go through some ladies sure. first, and then we'll go through some gentlemen. Um, I said Minzy. Let's see Hyomin from Tiara. She um revealed pre-debut photos in a TV interview that showed that she had gotten her jaw and her nose done, which was previously like a she had a, a secret. She like never uh. talked about it before, and then she came out and was like, "Look at these photos." Um, let's see, Miri. Muriel from brown eyed girls it's kind of widely accepted that all of brown eyed girls has gotten plastic surgery done in some kind (laughs) uh, or in some way but for a long time Muriel, and i'm sorry if i'm saying her name wrong she denied it for a really long time until very recently she went on an snl skit um, that was like poking fun of plastic surgery and she had and she admitted to at least having gotten her eyes done right um Let's see who else. Jessie, of course, we mentioned her earlier. She's gotten her eyes, her nose, and her boobs done. Um, But she says that she initially did her face because at the beginning of her career, they advised her. They advised her that she was not photogenic and that she should get these surgeries done in order to look more attractive. And she was so upset by the results. She said that she thought she looked like a monster. And Shannon has pulled a clip of, uh, so she initially really hated her face, but I don't know if she's like since made peace with her face or what, but later on she did choose to get her boobs done of her own volition. She said she paid for it for her own money. Right. And here is her talking about her boobs on Happy Together. Yeah, this is
0: a funny clip. Uh, I'll I'll try to translate over the top so you know what's happening, but uh, it's just a great moment of awkwardness on TV. They're talking about rap battles, mm-hmm. and she says that she prefers that people just diss her to her face is like the argument she's making in this clip so people would say oh you have fake boobs so what if they're fake I paid for them (laughs) and
1: the the (laughs) (laughs) posts are are frozen what are you talking about where Jesse? did you have a body correction
0: are you dissing yourself right now (sighs)
1: It's not a self-diss. People need to know this.
0: I just wanted to be honest. Do we have to know? Do you want to know? For example, got my eyes done, my nose done. Whatever. Sure, sure. But because I got these... Your eyes and your nose? I got this a long time ago. They're putting ice <laughs> over just the host.
1: Like all frozen.
0: Oh, you got those uh long Isn't time. Isn't it ago? normal to show them that I got them done? Are you showing them now? I don't like hiding and pretending. You should be confident. We only knew about your eyes and nose. We didn't have a
1: clue before you said anything about your boobs. Do these look real? <laughs> and then she looks down at her boobs. Because they are huge. <laughs> they are so huge. wildly fake.
0: They're, abs- they're, they're huge. They're very fake. But yeah, bless her. I think bless her. that one's really funny to me because I feel like like she's saying in this clip. I have suspicions that like boob jobs are way more common in K-pop but mm-hmm. people don't like they won't talk about them because that's uncomfortable Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. um, and then these men being like what your boobs are we only knew about your eyes and your nose oh shut up the fuck. no you didn't <laughs> like it's obvious she's wearing a spaghetti strap tank
0: top and these yeah, like and massive her, these, boobs like, are just sitting they're like up a boobs.
1: grapefruit peach <laughs> and like no a petite Korean woman just doesn't have boobs like that no. she's not
0: even wearing a bra with her shirt right. and they're just like perfectly they're perfect. Yeah, come on. yeah. But that one's funny. I just think that one's funny that like people are just so, they're so like shit. They have so much shame about like sexy (laughs) stuff that they won't even talk about whose boobs are fake. I know. Um, But I just, I like that she's proud of it. I think that's, that's the good way to go about it if you're going to. Yeah,
1: I agree. I think like if you're going to do it, then just own it. Just own the fact that you did it. Especially in a country like Korea where it is so common. Like why are we beating around the bush? Right. Especially if, like, not only is it very common there, but also if you are a K-pop idol that chooses, like, three, four, five years into your career to suddenly get a nose job, like, you really think we're not going to notice? People will notice. People are going to think you had one, whether you did it or not, right? <laughs> just admit it. Okay, few other people just running down the list. Um, another member of Sistar, Hyorin, she originally denied it in Radio Star, but then she did admit to getting her eyelids done on a show called Mama Mia. Um A girl from Daya, like Diamond, that one, the the IOI. The
0: one, Cheon, Mm -hmm. like the one. (laughs) Cheon,
1: she's gotten her nose and her eyes done. And one thing that surprised me was Jui from Momoland, she's gotten her nose done. She framed it in a very
0: cute way. She She said, some cartilage from my ears went to go live on my nose. Yeah,
1: she said they took a trip to to go live on my nose. So now she has, I don't know, I guess she got like a different... Shape to maybe her it nose? has because her
0: nose is like kind of round and cute. Like it doesn't look like the standard nose that everyone gets. So I wonder. Yeah, if they did. I wonder if they did if they changed something about the bridge of her nose just because of the like if you're taking cartilage and it adding it. Like, yeah, and adding you put it, it either the little to the tip
1: or to the bridge to make it like a different shape. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know how nose jobs. Work. Uh, neither do I. Um But. Heechel
0: does. Yes, he does. <laughs> Super
1: Junior Heechul. Um, He never denied it. He actually stated that when he was younger, his he had broken his nose and his nose was very crooked. So he went to get surgery to get it fixed to be the way that it, that it used to be. Mm-hmm. And when he got out of the surgery, hit the bridge was a lot flatter than before. And he had talked to the doctor about like getting it back the way it was and the doctor said the only way to do that was with like injections and silicone and he was too afraid Mm -hmm. to fuck with that so he was like no never mind like I'll just keep my new nose (laughs) so he has a new nose um and he doesn't he doesn't deny it uh let's see oh that group Mr. Mr. which is a group I don't know a lot about Mm -hmm. um, but there's a group named Mr. Mr. and one of the members Ryu on a episode of Idol School he sort of accidentally revealed that all of the members have gotten injections and fillers. Uh. Um, He, like, he at first said something about how, like, their looks were natural. They were talking about how they were, like, a naturally good-looking group and how... Or somebody commented (laughs) that they were a naturally good-looking group and he, like, laughed, was like, no, we're not. Anyway, it was an accident, (laughs) but it's out there now. Exposed. Um, Another super junior is Kyuhyun. 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 He... Only admits to his double eyelids. Um, He says that he was born without them, but that both of his parents had them, so he got them when he was pretty young Mm -hmm. so that he could fit in. Um, Many people speculate that he's also gotten his nose done. Um, He does look pretty different in (laughs) older pictures, but he says he's only done his eyes. Um, And then the one that I wrote down, I just wanted to mention this because like I said with um, idols who... We watch them grow up. Right. It can sometimes be jarring when you like, like puberty happens fast for some Mm -hmm. people, you know, and like you just turn around and, oh, my gosh, you look like a different person. Who are you? And. You and I always thought that, like, Crystal's face was a little bit different throughout the I thought it was years. Luna
0: that we, are well, so we, sure did, that we were so sure that she different.
1: We were sure with them both, but we also wondered about Crystal. With Luna, you and I were both just like, oh, mm. I can't decide. Like, we keep going back Either and Either she grew up or she Either she grew a up or I something happened, know. I don't know. Um, so much about her face does look the same, but there's something, I don't know. But Crystal apparently has just gotten braces, like on a lot of these lists that yeah, I've they've seen. Had they braces always as a list like braces as cosmetic surgery, which I guess it is a cosmetic procedure. But I don't know. I've I, never counted that as fine. maybe like it's I've just, had
0: braces. I, yeah, but I feel like orthodontia is way more common in America than other places. Like fixing yeah. your teeth is like. that is a beauty standard that Mm -hmm. is true that is
1: true like you know has gotten his teeth fixed Mm -hmm. he says that he just got braces but he definitely he has veneers veneers. he has full fake teeth full veneers for sure (laughs) for sure Um, but he's not the only one it's like very common for for certain idols to get braces some of them do Invisalign some of them get like straight up braces right Crystal got straight up braces and that changed the shape of her jaw so like there are certain aspects where it's like oh I didn't go under the knife but something about my face has changed Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, did you want to talk
0: about, I, I guess I just had like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to one thing I wanted to bring up because this was, it wasn't an, ad, it's not a straight up admission, but it's also not, not an admission. There's, I think I've brought them up before. There's a girl group called Dalshabet or mm. Dalsha Bay, I have no idea how you say it. Um, I don't think they're around anymore. Point is. One of their members, Sari, I, like, have been following her on Instagram forever because she just, like, has, she's so pretty. Um, but if you Google her, like, one of the third things that comes up is, like, a page for a plastic surgery clinic. And she's, like, on their gallery wall of fame posing with the doctor. And he's, like, my favorite patient. I'm going to cheer for your group forever. Yeah. So, like, having that out there is a pretty clear, like, no, no shame yeah, there, yeah, yeah. I guess. That's very obvious. Like, this is where I got my face. Yeah. Here's where I got my face, um, but yeah, I guess I just did want to like talk about a Pink for a second because I feel like it's the only group I stand where there are where there is plastic surgery involved, and I feel like I have have to bring it. I have, and I have opinions that I feelings. can bring about. But uh, like f- for example, Noun started messing with her face first. Mm-hmm. But it was very, very gradual. And when they like pressured her to talk about it on Radio Star, she basically just said, like, oh, I do things little by little. Yeah. She said, I take care of my visuals little by little. Right. That's it. But it's been like if you watch, if you watch all the aping videos in a row, you can just sort of like watch it slowly yeah. happen to where she looks like she does now. It's very, it's, it's, but it's like kind of confusing and hard, like as a fan to be, like to have to go back to old music videos and not recognize people. Mm-hmm. Like, and Namju completely changed her face before the I'm so sick comeback. Um, and it, it was like, ter- like jarring at first. Like, who it was is very that surprising because non's Whatever Nalan has done is
1: very subtle and she's done it a little at a little, Mm -hmm. a little bit at a time over several years. And so now when you look at her, when I look at her, I'm like, who is that sometimes? Because I do think she looks she still looks like herself but she looks different right and it's one of those things where it's like oh what what is different about you? like you can't put your finger on what is different but you know something's yeah. not the same but Namju it was like who is this person like right. she had a totally different face right changed her jaw
0: changed her eyes changed her nose like super different super different. And it was like when the teaser pictures for I'm So Sick came out, I was like very upset. Like, oh my God, who is that person? Like, what is, uh, I hope she doesn't feel bad. Like, oh God, is she she okay? Like this. Mm -hmm. But when they came out in the music video, on the dance practice, and all the stage, she seemed like she was feeling herself harder than she ever had. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, if you're happy, then like, you do it, girl. Like, but it is just like a very odd thing as a fan. When people get plastic surgery in the middle of their career. Yeah. Because then you're just suddenly like, wait, who are you? Yeah. When they do it before, I didn't know
1: them before. I don't know. Right. Like, Balm <laughs> debuted with her face. plastics. With the face she has now. So, it, that's something that's like, well, that's just your face. Um, And, like, Jessie, too. Like, she's had that face her whole career. Yeah. Um, but it is always shocking when you're just like, wait, you... You look, look different. different, especially because every comeback idols usually look different anyway. Because right. Their hair is so different. And it's just like, wait, no, but Not then their hair and makeup is different now. Yeah,
0: it is just very odd, like how subtle things can be, though, mm-hmm. like the the jaw shaving is the scariest thing to me because I just like don't understand it. But yeah. they that the, they can take out such tiny bones in your face and then completely change your face. And I remember a couple of years ago. This it like made news over here that like some plastic surgery clinic in Korea was like under fire because at the reception desk, there was like a sculpture that was like in cl- encased in like clear resin. And it was just looked like an artistic sculpture, but it was made of bone fragments that he'd taken out of people's faces. Oh, my God. That's and everyone crazy. was like, no, no, no.
1: <laughs> you can't be that pr- like, wait, wait, no, wait. No, 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 no. Let's not make art out of the bone shavings. Yeah.
0: But that's yeah, too far. That's
1: too far. One in three women all have a surgery. But, but don't brag don't about make it. Don't art about it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that seems like, whatever, let him do whatever he wants. They didn't want the bone shavings. <laughs> yeah. Let him do
0: whatever he wants. But with. like, yeah, that was just, I. until that article Now came we're out, getting squeamish. <laughs> but until that article came out, I don't think I'd ever even thought about jaw shaving before. Oh, like, I'd so heard of that before. I'd heard of that. And I, I just like, I have a very,
1: like... Physical sensitivities, so like, when I watch a gory movie right. like, and someone's hand gets chopped off, like, I feel it in my right. wrist. And so, like, thinking about the process of some of these these pre- surgeries, like, really sends shivers down my spine just because, like, ugh, they have to, like, peel off your face. Right. <laughs> but,
0: but whatever. But, yeah, there's all—and there's also so many things that are just, like, shots— that like you yes, can't a really A lot track. of
1: things are shots like and and injections and things are are getting more and more popular. And they have injections are really like the way plastic surgery has changed lately in this like new modern era is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Because not only can it be impermanent now like injections and fillers are not they wear out they They can wear wear out out. um but they really change your face like Mm -hmm. it's it's wild how how just a shot of something can like wildly change the shape of your cheekbones the
0: shape of your jaw the shape of your nose it's it's crazy there's another thing that i've seen netizens like accusing people of a lot Mm. is uh there's apparently something called like a carboxy shot And people seem to get them in their legs and their stomach or whatever. And it, like, I guess makes you look skinny and toned or something. Like, it's some kind of, like, injection that makes you look skinny and toned. To give you, like, fake muscles, basically. Yeah, I guess. And, like, I remember, like, uh, Luna showed up on a red carpet in shorts. And people were like, she got carboxy in her legs. Or, like, if anybody ever posts, like, pictures where they're showing, like, their legs or their stomach or their arms. People, like, accuse them them of, like, having carboxy boxy shots like I don't Uh, know that's so
1: stupid like I don't know honestly I think it's absolutely ridiculous for somebody to accuse an idol of not having shapely legs because (laughs) they dance all the time like of course their legs look good they're literally always dancing yeah But whatever, that's that's nice. Yeah, I don't know. It's just
0: it's an it's an interesting thing where it seems like the society as a whole is like, yes, be more beautiful, do whatever you can to be more beautiful, get plastic surgery if you want to. Mm -hmm. But then there are like cranky people on the internet who will give you shit about it anyway. Like, yeah, they'll get you'll (laughs) get shit about it regardless because people are shitty. I think you have in your notebook there a very interesting story of like the absolute farthest. Someone could mm-hmm. take this idea of idols getting plastic surgery or I don't even know how you would characterize it, but
1: that's, that's it. almost seems like a summary. parody. Like, yes,
0: it almost absolutely. seems like a thing someone would do at a movie mm-hmm. to, like, make fun of yes. the K-pop industry.
1: And that is a group called Six Bomb. S-I-X-B-O-M-B. So this group initially debuted in 2012. They debuted as five people, not six, but they debuted as five. That same year disbanded almost immediately and then reformed again in 2015 with one of the original members. Plus three new ones. So now they have four, right? So in 2015, they come back um, with some song, whatever. They're like, from a small company, their label has changed several times. So like, not a super solid group, not a super solid agency, never a good combination. Um, In 2016, they did have a, I just want to point this, like if anyone's ever like, oh, who's Six Bomb? They had a viral hit um, in 2016 called Wait 10 Years Baby and they got 4 million views from that okay. one song. Um, and then another one of the members left. So then they had three people. In 2017, they announce a comeback with two new
0: members. which so is that five total? So, no. No, four.
1: Be- it's still four <laughs> because 2016, they have the spiral hit. Then one of the members officially leaves. The okay. company announces that she's gone. Then 2017, they say, we're coming back with this new comeback. And this new comeback includes these two new members. And they don't officially announce it, but those two new members, it becomes clear that one of the previous members also chose to leave. So now there's four members still. One OG from 2012 has still been there. Then they disbanded. Then they regrouped. Okay. Upon regroup, one of those second generation of this group is there. And now we have two new girls. Okay. So we have four girls all together. And they, they are named Gabin, Solbi, Soa, she's the one who's been there from the beginning, and Dain. Okay. These four girls come back with a concept called getting prettier before and after. They have two music videos. Yep. Titled those exact things. And the concept is that they are going to get plastic surgery. So the first music video, it's like kind of a sweet pop song it's kind of fun they like it's seem like, like they're having a good time yeah they're like laughing with each other and it's kind of all and they're like, flipping through the books at the plastic serving place being like should i get this nose like ah. yeah. so the whole music video <laughs> is this like behind the scenes style footage of them like getting their hair done getting their nails done getting their makeup doing a photo shoot at dance practice And also at a plastic surgery consultation. One of the girls
0: is, like, underlining breast clinic on the wall and, like, taking a Mm -hmm. selfie with it. Like, I'm here to get implants. Yep, and they show
1: you them with the doctor. They show the doctor, like, drawing stuff on their face. They show them getting their, like, facials and, like, the the mesh stuff, like, being wrapped around their faces. It's, like, pretty intense how far they go with showing, like, the pre-
0: the pre-op part. The pre-op <laughs>
1: part. And then that's how it ends, right? Like, mm-hmm. it ends with them, like, getting ready to go. And they, like, did this photo shoot or whatever. And they learned some dance. Uh-huh. The dance is for the after. So, however many months later, they came Plenty out. Plenty
0: because plastic surgery takes yeah. a long time to recover from.
1: Yes. So, several, several months later, but still in 2017, they came out with this second music video, Getting Prettier After. The song is very different. It it has like sort of a techno electro dance beat. Right. And these poor girls, this company did
0: not save money for this music video. No, they spent it all on the plastic surgery. They spent every, every dime Reportedly
1: a hundred million won. Jesus. On these four girls' plastic surgery and did not have a plan for afterward because this music video is literally one of the cheapest non-first-generation videos a phone. I've ever seen. Filmed on a phone. Cheap... Ice skating cheap costumes. Ice skating costumes. Ice skating like costumes. three different ice skating costumes. Literally. Ice skating okay. costumes. Cheap light-up sneakers mm-hmm. is the shoes for one of their outfits. One of their ice skating costumes. <laughs> and... The choreography is like definitely the choreography that they had been learning in In that other video before video. But it's really lame and like kind of sad. It is nothing. Uh They all have new hair, but their faces don't look that different for the most part. Even though the consultation did show most of them talking about their faces, every single one of them has new boobs.
0: Yes. That's the only thing I was sure of is that they all got new big old boobs. Enormous. enormous boobs. And it almost seems like that is
1: the feature of the music video right. like cause the the, the tops <laughs> and then the the, cu- the close up shots all like include their boobs and it's just like here are our new and tits. one of
0: the girls there was a part oh, where it. she turned in her horrible ice skating costume that has the like illusion netting mm-hmm. and the sparkles and you can see her like super super recovery like boob like the bra the crazy bras you oh, have to yeah. wear the, like you get big, big yes you every can see it peeking
1: of them out of their is costume. wearing has to wear one of those like big bands bras
0: underneath their costumes um so it's just oh Ugh, it's man. so upsetting but I can't like I cannot believe that it was a thing mm-hmm. it truly just sort of like it feels like a joke and a horrible joke at the expense of like for human beings yes. but like it's just like who that's that's not like a kind of meta that anybody appreciates it's so right. weird it's
1: really strange
0: and it didn't I mean,
1: if whatever they expected to get out of it, as far as like a following or an audience or a fandom fan base of any kind didn't come from it. No. Because that same year, after they do this before and after thing, Solby leaves, mm-hmm. one of them leaves, and they get two new members, and the and they debut a subunit, which is very strange. So they're trying to do too many things. They come out with this before and after, they debut a subunit, one of them. One of the Plastic Surgery Girls leaves. They get two new people. And then in 2018, another one of the Plastic Surgery Girls leaves. And they come out with two other songs in 2018. But now it is just the original girl. She's still hanging in there. She's still there. The original girl... And two new members. So, of the four that they paid 100 million won for, they only have one set of those boobs
0: still. So, those girls just got to be like, bye, thank you for the body. Thank you for the body. (laughs) Bye bye.
1: Yeah. All the rest of the girls left. Wow. Crazy. I don't blame them, but I don't either. But that is that. So, that is the story of Six Bomb, which was the most
0: extreme case of plastic surgery that I. That I found. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Um, well, I think you said that you might have some kind of funny anecdote or something to to let this plastic surgery conversation go before we play our random game.
1: Yes, I have one slightly funny story. Okay. Honky from FT Island. Mm-hmm. Um, he has admitted to getting, I don't know if you would really call it plastic surgery. I guess you would because it's like skin grafts and things. He's gotten plastic surgery several times on his butt. Oh my God, (laughs) what? Okay, it is because, it is for a medical reason, he had, like, a boil that he had to have removed. Okay. And then, like, at first, because there was, he, the only reason he admitted to it in an interview is because he said his fans already knew because at a concert or something, like, he was limping on stage, and they asked him what was wrong, and he said, my butt hurts because I had this procedure or whatever, or, like, it was before the procedure happened, I don't remember the details, but basically, he had to get, like, a boil removed from his butt, and I think he had to get the surgery done more than once. Right. And so he has scars on his butt, and he says he's very insecure about his tush.
0: Oh, no. I know. <laughs>
1: Oh but it's very sweet. But anyway, he's gotten it done. Like the he has no more procedures and I suggest you just get some mederm and vitamin E and, yeah. and those scars, scars will be for that.
0: will be gone in no time, honey. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Um well, yeah, I guess that's that's a nice little primer. <laughs> I really appreciate all of the research that you did uh, no to teach problem. us about uh, plastic surgery and its effect on the South Korean economy and K-pop in general. It's very int- it's very interesting. Yeah. Sociology is interesting. It truly is. Um, all right, we will be right back with our random game. All right, we're back. And the random generator blessed us today. I always feel guilty when it picks groups that we know about because it feels like cheating. (laughs) Yeah, because we don't get to, like, experience something new. And it's like, oh, we talk about these people all the time. But still, that's the rules of the game and they must be obliged. So the group that it picked for us this week was Triple H. Uh, you can hear more about Triple H repeating exactly what we're saying right now in our uh, hodgepodge squads and yes. co-ed group <laughs> episodes. Uh, yeah, sometimes these groups that we get
1: that we like, we've actually profiled them before. So sure. we did a whole episode on co-ed groups. We did talk about Triple H. This will be
0: a very quick summary before we segment. get to watch that great music video. Uh, so Triple H, co-ed Subunit slash new group, whatever. Yeah, not really a subunit, like a collab, I collab guess. Collab group uh, put together. Hyuna uh, from 4Minute and Hyuna and Hui <laughs> and Don from Pentagon, uh, three-member little groupie mm-hmm. um from, from cube entertainment. from cube uh in march 2017 they debuted with an album called 1990x mm-hmm. um which is hyanna has a tattoo on her side this is 1990x and she had it before they put this album out so Ooh, interesting interesting um and it had like a like a the concept according to hyana was youth She wanted, like, them to express the kind of, like, fun, angsty joy that, like, is being a youth Mm, and how, like, youths are different than adults because, like, Edon says something very profound in one of their Triple H Fun Agency episodes about, like, how, like adults and ch- kids are like scared of different things and like what you're afraid of is different when you're an adult and when you're a kid or whatever absolutely um so it's like a nice little mini album we've mm-hmm. said before all the songs on it are great yep it's a short album there's
1: like five songs on it or something it's it's composed by Wee and Edon and hyana mm-hmm. like they
0: make all their own
1: music it, yeah they were sort of a little self-producing group um in the vein that Pentagon and Tiana both are. Right. Um, and they came out, so they
0: that was their first EP. Then they came out with a second EP. June last year, Retrofuturism was mm-hmm. the name of that album. And it was, uh, the concept of that was a retro future. Like yes. 90s computers, but like, and bedazzled old Nokia phones mm-hmm. and weird, weird fashion. Yes. Um, and it was great. And then when they were promoting it, it was revealed that Hyuna and Don were in love. And then everything went to shit. There are many episodes about this. If you are new to the podcast, go back. Yep. We've got so much to say Find about Find anything with Hyuna, Edon,
1: or Cube in the title and you will hear all our thoughts about <laughs> that debacle. Um, but yeah, everything imploded in last summer, 2018. So now not only is Triple H no more, but Hyuna and Idon are now Hyuna and Hyojong, and they work for P Nation instead of Cube Entertainment. Hui is still the
0: leader of Pentagon. Correct. At Cube. Um, so now we do the part where we watch their most popular music video, which is excitingly enough, 365 Fresh. I've played Retro Future in its entirety on the show before, so I'm very excited that we get to like listen to the other song. Yeah. Um, I do personally like the music video for Retro Future more, only
1: because it's more fun. It's less dark. Uh, yeah, the 365 Fresh one is like, it has murder in
0: it. Yep. Um but I love this song. Yeah. So let's do it. All right, here is Triple H's debut single, 365 Fresh.
1: <laughs> so
0: starts out with the three of them driving in
1: a car being chased by police. Hui is driving because he's the leader of this group. <laughs>
0: No, is the leader. Hyana is. They decided via rock, paper, yeah. scissors. <laughs> but Hui is the star.
1: So Hui is running through an alley from in a silky shirt, the very silky shirt on. He's like a gay. It, it is implied, I think, that he lost money in like gambling or something, and he like he clearly owes these guys money because yeah. they're mad. He's at about him. to get the shit kicked out of him in an alley. Hyuna is a hairstylist slash
0: barber, and she's at her salon alone with this guy hey. I remember I just like gotta say it now because I feel bad but when this debuted I was so upset about her hair color like I was so upset about it it's now looking orange. back I love it but at the time I it was too different same she had I never done like anything it like it and it was like <gasps> what are you doing yeah okay Edon is trying to kill himself in different ways in his apartment
1: yes Edon <laughs> is so like Hyuna is being um sexually harassed by her client Hui is getting beat up in an alley, and Eon is suicidal, all alone.
0: Yep. So they're at their lowest. Yes. As that's what we're getting yeah. at as they flash between them that things are low. The horrors of youth. Uh oh. And then Kiana pushed the guy, and he hit his head really hard. And uh oh. And she killed. Oh, Pam there's so the much partner. blood. And Hui just stole some girls' car keys. They're mm-hmm. they're flashing back between them. Yeah. Oh,
1: God, Hiana she's is so covered in blood, does not know how to dispose of this body, and Hui is stealing a car. Oh, no. Hyanna walks out into the road, shocked. <gasps> he almost hits her. They lock eyes. It's destiny. Get in my car, blood-covered babe.
0: Oh, he hands her a towel. Hands her a towel. He and, doesn't
1: need explanation.
0: And Edon is going to step into the street.
1: He wants to die, so he's going to try to get Hui to kill him. Oh, they hit him. And they did. And Hui says, are you crazy?
0: I'll kill you. Oh, now they're fighting. And Edan laughs like a crazy person. He said that he was very upset the night that they filmed this because he was really cold. And Hyuna and Kui got to sit in the car and he had to lay in the street in that tank top. Now they're six pulling up so at fresh. a cool abandoned gas station. And Hui finds money in the oh, trunk! Oh, the trunk, is full of
1: money. It's full of cash. They smile at each other and, and they now party. they party. New outfits. <laughs> Making out in the
0: bathroom. Drunk. So fresh. So fresh. Kissy! That's my favorite. Hyuna need on and he kiss and Hui separates them. <laughs> All right, they're dancing in the car. They're eating french fries. They're drinking Coke. They're having a great time. They got lots of new outfits. And they're living that polyamorous life, baby. Oh, boy. Here's where it gets sexy. Yes. Hannah's in a bra, and she's pushing it on into a chair. And now they're going to kiss. Kissing and cigarette smoking. Which are blurred out. Yeah. Oh, naked in bed. Naked in bed, all three of them. But we has a robe on. The I other know. two are naked, and we has like a turtleneck and a robe on. They never let they him take let his let clothes Hui off. don't let take his clothes off, even though he works very hard on his body. He was very... Dis- I'm so sad there aren't more shots of them at that drive-in, because like, Kiana yeah. looks really pretty, and like... It's nice. okay now so they
1: they eventually get chased by the police up to the top of a parking garage and they are laughing and they hold hands and they decide to jump off. And this music video ends with them falling backwards off of the building smiling with their hands in the air. As the credits roll, mm-hmm. and would you like to point out how the next one Yes, begins? and then
0: their next music video for Retro Future, they fall from the sky into a convertible, so yes. the videos sort of run right they into, run into each, into each other. other. Which
1: is very... Very kind. Okay.
0: I'll go ahead and fade this. The credits roll for a long time because they are good artists and like to credit the people who mm-hmm. help them out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was Triple H. That song is the best. That music video is really fun. Like story. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's dark, but like it's got a whole story to it, which I feel like yeah. K-pop videos often don't have a story. They more likely, more often, or not mm-hmm. are box videos. But that totally one is totally. Fun. totally. Um, that one has a story, and so does retrofuturism. Right. Or retrofuture. They were artists. Autists. Um, Well, here's hoping that we get to see all three of them in whatever capacity they'd like as soon as possible. Uh, I would love it. Sai, hurry up. I know you want to come out first, and I'm excited for you, but come on. We got shit to Let's do, go. man. <laughs> get Hui back in there. Yeah. Um, okay recommendations for the week. Um, I will go back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode and just, like, make a sad farewell plea uh, to recommend Priston's first album, which was called Hi Priston. And I think it is a perfect debut album. It's six tracks. They're all they're all so good. Um Wee Woo was the debut song, and I've said before it's like the best use of like a siren in Mm. any song ever. Um then there's a song called Black Widow, which was like a dark, sexy song and there's a great choreography video for that. It has great choreo. Um, Running is so fun and then the two songs at the end over and over and we are like these beautiful like hopeful sweet ballads about like as long as we're together like we'll have strength and be together I was singing over and over like so loud in my car the other day and like getting teary I'm just like so I'm just so sad for these girls like and I sincerely hope that they that if if there are if there are members who still want to do this that they find a way to like I just mm-hmm. the idea of so many people's careers just being ended like that is devastating to me I so, know because Priston wasn't a tiny group no there are a lot of them yeah <sighs> so that's my recommendation is like say goodbye to Priston and listen to their first mini album because it was really really good yeah R.I.P. R.I.P. oh also I just have to say because it's very funny to me In my devastation, I posted on our Twitter this very embarrassing video of me dancing to Woo in my office, like, after hours, like, two years ago. I was just, like, fucking around, trying to pass time. And I put it on our Twitter, thinking like, oh, and now a couple of our listeners will see it and be like, cool. But then people kept retweeting it, and now it has, like, (laughs) thousands of views, and I'm, like, very upset about it. I didn't want anyone to see that. Then You shouldn't have put it on it on. I just guess, like, I usually... Don't get any attention, so I didn't think it would happen. But thanks, I guys, know. for being nice about that. I, it was just my coping skill to be like, "I've been here all along." Okay, like, <laughs> here's an old video to prove it. Um, but yeah, R.I.P. Preston. We'll I miss wish you. you all lots of luck in the future. Mm-hmm. What's your recommendation, girl?
1: My recommendation is a little bit different today, in that it is not a music video or a song okay. or a group. It is, in fact, a game. Okay, and an app. Okay, um, app game. I have never been into video games, so like I'm really not. I'm con. I'm honestly shocked about this. Uh, I I know. I'm really not good at the game either. I'm <laughs> like truly bad at it. But it's very fun, and I'm super addicted to it. I downloaded Superstar, not only the Pledis version, but also the SM Town version. I didn't know there was multiple. Ver- there were multiple versions mm-hmm. of this game, but there is a Pledis, a SM Town, and a JYP one available on the apple app store i don't know if there are other companies but those are the three that i saw when i looked up superstar on my phone and i have an iphone um so i downloaded the Plutus and the sm town one at first to be totally honest i didn't know that
0: anyone other than Plutus had one because they, 17 plays their yeah. plays it in their social media like yeah, i've yeah, seen yeah. them all 17
1: play plays it. the because they the all of the apps update the songs that you can play. So basically, the game is like GarageBand, sort of, or
0: Rock Band. You mean GarageBand yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, is a recording you. program?
1: Rock Band. It's see, this is how little I know about video <laughs> games. It's basically like Rock Band in the sense that there's like a little roadway. There's like a road, and like beats come and at you, you and you the have to like at hit the right them time. and hold them at the right time. Um, and the they update the companies will like add new songs. So like SM Town has uh, the new Superhuman NCT song okay. on it already. Um, and when Home came out and Good to Me, those immediately got added. And so I saw Seventeen playing them. So at first I downloaded the Plutus one. Spent like. Many many hours playing it. Um, now have three stars on all the 17 songs on the easy level. Um, the normal level is really hard. Okay, it goes easy, normal, and then hard. And I can't even imagine what the hard level would be because the normal's as, too hard. The normal is really challenging. It, but not all the songs are the same. So, like, some 17 songs, like, even the easy version is really difficult. Like, I tried the SM Town version, and I, I love it because there's so much fucking music, so much music on it. Yeah. They even have XOM shit on there. Oh, wow. Yes. They have Chinese
0: versions and stuff. Oh, I think somebody told... Oh, the girl who sat next to us at School Oz said that there are School Oz bonus levels in Super... Like, you can unlock oh School my Oz God. songs in Superstar if you, like, do well enough. I remember her saying that. Amazing.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Um, but there's so much stuff on there. And uh, some of the songs, like, even on the... E- like, if you want to scroll through everything, you can, like, sort it by difficulty and stuff. Because even if you have everything on the easy level, like, an easy shine... Song is going to be way more difficult than an easy Girls' Generation song. Mm-hmm. Like, I was able to do a little touch, like, nothing, and I I literally got kicked off of a Shiny song because it said, you need more practice, <laughs> and it just kicks you off if you wow. fuck it up too much. It doesn't let you fail. It does not let you fail. It does not let you practice. It just says, nope. that's oh, <laughs> for so, you. Anyway, I have spent several, several, several hours playing this game um, multiple times. Uh, oh, man, I have just spent so <laughs> So long <laughs> playing these games. But I love them and they're really fun and they're super addicting. And all of your favorites are on there if you like Pletus. Um, I'm going to have to get this, this is gonna be bad. Town or JYP. And in a weird, bittersweet way, Priston's music is on okay. the Superstar Pletus. That's so something. You can, you can live still do that. it. Yeah. I really personally love the orange caramel
0: ones. Catalina is super fun on that game. <laughs> I bet. Oh, that's such a good wreck. I love a like et- extra interesting wreck.
1: Yeah. If you can get through Call Me Baby, call me baby because it's very difficult.
0: <laughs> right. I need to know if you were able to accomplish it. Love it. Um, all right. That's it for this week. If you would like to find us on social media, we are at AMA Kpop Hot on Twitter and Instagram, AMA for links. Ask me about Kpop the Podcast on YouTube and AMA uh, uh, amakpoppod.gmail amakpoppod at gmail.com for (laughs) links. Um, We'll be back next week with a fun K-pop flashback episode. Find out what that means. Stay tuned. (laughs) We'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye. Jonghyun, your inspiration.